there shall be an event, a military event, within Israel and around that shall catch the entire Middle East off guard, says the Lord. A maneuver so brilliant it could only come from me, says the Lord. For the snake shall be cut off at the head and its eggs found and destroyed, says the Lord of hosts. And during this, stubborn leaders shall be yoked, come under my direction, and will become held in the direction I, the Lord thy God, say. That was the voice of Amanda Grace prophesying about God's impending intervention in the Middle East, which will be manifest in ways that no one can deny it was God. Given the many nearly overwhelming events occurring all around the world today, I wanted to start today's podcast with a word from the Lord, and I will also be ending today's podcast with a word from the Lord. I'm Pam Christian, host of this podcast known as Faith to Live By, where each week I seek to explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, so we, as God's children, can know how He wants us to respond. Like last week, this week's podcast is a bit different from usual, simply because there are so many different issues happening at the same time. My aim is to help keep us informed while also having each of us seek the Lord to find out which of these issues He wants us to personally get involved with. Certainly, all of us need to be in prayer over world events, but God is equally clear that He calls each one of us to different areas of service where we are equipped to make a kingdom difference in this world. God has been graciously making certain we are amply forewarned about what He plans for this year. I have said many times since 2020 that we've been headed for a time that will be both great and terrible. Great for those who belong to God and terrible for those who do not. And this year, 2024, is that year. The enemy knows he has lost his grip. He has lost his control over the people. The narrative used to plummet the whole world in fear, and it's no longer working. Because people like you and me have refused to give up on God, and we've been digging past the lies and deception to discover truth. Discovering truth is a process. Some of what we understand to be true today may have been what we rejected in the past. But with more evidence and continuing to stay open-minded and actually wanting the truth and not bias that fits what we believed in the past, we will discover truth. And when we are confident we know truth, then there is no deception that can sway us otherwise. These past three and a half years have been the days for the whole world to discover truth like never before. Now that enough of us are awake to truth, it's time for God to step in and administer His judgment and justice, vengeance and vindication. The enemy is running scared. It is truly rampant chaos in the enemy's camp at this time. No wonder he's pulling out all the stops right now, using every last effort to confound us. But God says to all of us, do not be afraid. Do not listen to another voice. Listen only to me. No matter what things look like, regardless of the intensifying chaos and dreadful destruction, which we will see, do not fear. God has not turned a blind eye, nor has he turned a deaf ear. He has heard the cries of his people. He has seen the wicked, corrupt evil of the enemy. And God has inspired the trusted prophets who have been echoing the same overall messages for these specific days. God is saying to his people, God is saying to you not to fear. Trust him alone and experience a resolute faith 
that will take you through the darkest days we have ever experienced. And when we get through this great and terrible time, the whole world will be transformed because 2024 is intended by God to be a year of transition. For over three years, God has been reassuring us that He is exposing all manner of evil and corruption wherever it exists, so that when He lays down His hammer of justice, His people rejoice. God has been telling us through His prophets to prepare for unparalleled worldwide celebration in response to His righteous intervention. As we go forth into this new year, God has forewarned us to expect things to appear to be getting much worse. We are to expect blackouts, severe weather, looming threats against our health and freedoms. But we are not to believe one bit of the devil's narrative. We must remain focused on what God says, period. I make a point of studying the words of the prophets to discern their words, and when the leading proven prophets all say the same basic words, I take that as a confirmation that the Holy Spirit is indeed speaking through them. At the end of last year, I shared that 2024 would be a major year for transition as God moves from exposing evil and corruption to administering His judgment and justice. And so it's already begun before we've even reached midway point in January 2024. Some of the common themes from the Trusted Prophets include, number one, this is the best time ever to be alive on planet Earth. Number two, Our governments will be swept clean and righteous leadership will prevail. Number three, there will be the greatest harvest of souls for Christ ever in these days. Number four, we should expect a time of darkness, which is our signal that God is in control. Number five, judgment is coming upon God's enemies this year. Number six, a great transference of wealth is to be expected. And number seven, all of this is the vindication of God for his people for the over 100 years of thievery by the enemies of God. Not unlike the great exodus when God delivered his people from the slavery of the evil Pharaoh, God is seeing to it that his people are again set free and released to be able to worship him in spirit and in truth. Donna Rigney was recently interviewed on Elijah Streams by Steve Schultz, who offered wise counsel for us not to grumble and complain in the process of being delivered as the Israelites did. They angered God, who was in the very process of setting them free, and their words brought God to deal with them according to their unbelief. Even should things look like they are getting worse before they get better, again, do not fear. Stand firm on faith in God. We cannot figure out how God will keep his promises, but we can know beyond a shadow of a doubt he will deliver on his promises. If you've listened before, then you know I stress the importance of God's people working in partnership with him to see his kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. God has always intended his people to work with him. Those who remain disengaged, casual observers will receive according to the fruit of their doings and those of us who actively partner with God to do what He instructs us to do, will likewise receive according to the fruit of our doings, with the promise of abundance and overflowing provision and joy. It's perhaps more important now than any time before for each of us, as God's children, to know our kingdom assignments, to know what God has purposed for our lives, and 
what He asks of us at this point in our lives. God has created each of us with distinct interests, talents, gifts, and so much more, so we can partner with Him to see His kingdom will done on earth as it is in heaven. And if ever there was a time the world was ripe to see a radical kingdom difference, to see God's kingdom displace and cause evil to retreat, it's now. The Bible says we are one body with many parts, and we need the whole body to be working together. As you listen to this, and in fact, any and all of my podcasts, I ask you to prayerfully consider what does God want you to do? As I discussed with Prophet Barry Wunsch recently, gone are the days of Christians as social observing pew warmers. We need to be engaged in our culture. The lie about the separation of church and state comes directly from the pit of hell and completely twists our founding father's original intent. The intent was that government shall not sanction any particular religion, which was in protest to the Church of England being the state-sponsored church under the King of England. The separation was to keep the government from dictating to the church, but it was always expected that God-fearing men and women would influence government since America was founded as a republic to be governed for and by the people. Bringing it closer to home for all Christians everywhere, when Jesus said he would establish his church upon the rock, meaning the rock of revelation the Holy Spirit gave Peter about Jesus being the Christ, Jesus did not use the term church, but instead used the term ecclesia. Ecclesia is a Latin compound word with ek meaning out of and kelo meaning to call and together meaning to call out. In context, Jesus was saying he was calling out people to be separate from the world in devotion to him as the promised Redeemer. This is the same as God's covenant call to Abraham. God's people are to be called out, distinct from the world, in partnership with God to do his will, which is the same from the Garden of Eden before the fall. Genesis one twenty eight states, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on earth. The word subdue in that passage means to bring a people or a land into subjection, so that it will yield service to the one subduing it. As God's living representatives, humans are to rule over everything on earth as God's stewards. In other words, to carry out His will on earth. The Hebrew word for subdue here is kabosh, which is a military term meaning to put your foot on the neck of your conquered enemy, signifying a submission of the enemy to his defeater. God's original and ongoing intention is for his people to be fruitful and multiply, raising families that are taught the good and holy ways of God, who will oppose all things that are contrary to the expressed will and ways of God. In this way, generation after generation, God's kingdom is expanded over the earth, subduing all that opposes God. As you likely know, after the original fall of Adam and Eve, sin progressed to such an extent that by Genesis chapter 6, God was grieved he made man. To control the progression of sin after the flood, God instructed Noah the same as he did Adam and Eve, to be fruitful and increase in number fill the earth. And I interpret Genesis 9 verse 2 to imply God's full instruction given to Adam and Eve in the reiteration 
given to Noah, which then would include to subdue the earth from all that opposes God. The same evil that lurked at the earth when Adam and Eve were created is the same evil that crouched at Cain's door and is the same evil we've been dealing with today and for all time. In our day, there are so many different evils manifest at the same time, I can't help but wonder if the earth is not in the same dreadful condition it was just before the flood. Gratefully, through the trusted prophets, we have God's promises to radically intervene in the affairs of men. This time, however, not with a flood of water which cleanses the earth by eradication, but with a flood of truth that will cleanse the earth by revelation. That's not to say God will not be removing people from the face of this earth. God has expressed, he has spoken repentance to many people in our day who continue to refuse, who will, therefore, receive according to their will. This imminent time of God administering judgment on our enemies will simultaneously produce the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest where prodigals and others will discover the truth about Jesus. And trust me, we all have a part to play in God's plans for the days we are living. While there are many topics I want us to consider, especially in light of our God-given role to be engaged in what God is doing, I will again focus on the escalating war in the Middle East and the continued effort of proponents for a one-world government under the backdrop of the wars, which they have wanted, to push their agenda through. These are major events God is dealing with at the present time, even though to us it appears things are getting worse. I hope part of what I accomplish with this podcast is to help you readily see what you can do to partner with God and help restore righteousness. First and foremost for all of us is to do the spiritual warfare by way of prayer. Dutch Sheets released a new prayer assignment with his January 15th, Give Him 15, which I hope you'll read using the link in the show notes. And Donna Rigney recommended we pray primarily in our heavenly prayer languages, especially at this time, because that will help us stay focused and not become distracted by the many different devastating events taking place. Barry Wunsch recommends we take the months of January, February, and March to pray for our governments and here in the United States specifically for the protection of Donald James Trump, his entire family, and all God is appointed to work with him to accomplish God's will. We have been forewarned to expect great turmoil in the upcoming months, with all nations suffering tremendous financial upheaval, markets collapsing, bank meltdowns, and civil unrest. But all of this is the necessary deconstruction before God begins his reconstruction, which is to include a great transference of wealth from the wicked for the righteous so that we can better accomplish God's kingdom will on earth. Recent events in the Middle East has caused the United States and United Kingdom, with support from Australia, Bahrain, Canada, and the Netherlands, to work together to keep the Red Sea open. Iran's terrorist group, the Houthis, from Yemen, are targeting all sorts of international ships while claiming the whole matter stems from the Hamas-Israeli conflict. The real aim is to cause growing economic disruption, impacting global commerce. Because of the Houthis, cargo ships are being forced to take a 5,000-mile detour around the Cape of Good Hope to get the goods, food, and medicine to the people in Yemen in what is referred to as the world's most critical waterways. We are warned to expect escalation of events because of the Houthis terrorist group. At the same time, more countries are joining the BRICS nations, which 
I find quite concerning. I hope to have a guest on the podcast in the near future who can help us sort out this effort intended to challenge a world order dominated by the United States and Western allies. BRICS was originally identified to highlight investment opportunities. However, the group evolved into a cohesive geopolitical bloc, with the respective governments meeting annually since 2009. BRICS stands for the name of the nations that first joined Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Today, BRICS also includes Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Argentina, and the United Arab Emirates, with about 30 more countries voicing interest in joining with a push to reshuffle a world order they see as outdated. So, BRICS is another matter to keep our eyes on and for each of us to seek the Lord to know beyond prayers what He wants us to do. I've provided additional links in the show notes where you can learn more about the war in the Middle East and BRICS. And that brings me back to the globalists' effort to gain control over all the people of the world through the World Health Organization. Here's where I want us again to hear from James Roguski, who is probably the single most informed source on the World Health Organization's strategic efforts. James shared last week what we all need to do at this time to hold the World Health Organization accountable to their own guidelines and rules, and here again this week reminding us since the deadline for action is January 27th, is part two of my interview with James. James Roguski, I'm so glad you're back this week. I promised the audience that you would be back because there's a lot going on with the World Health Organization right now. And we have a deadline of January 27th that we need the audience members to respond to.、Um, January 27th, as we talked before, is the deadline for the working group、um, who are potentially proposing amendments to the international health regulations to put that document on the table so that everyone has four months. To see it and consider it before the May assembly. Now, the odds are very good that they're going to fail to do that. They've been telling us for months that they were going to fail. But what we all need to do is, quite frankly, spread the word, you know, share this recording with everyone that you possibly can, put January 27th on your calendar, and realize that laws are only as good as how well they are enforced. And so, you know, there really is not an enforcement mechanism over the WHO. Now, that's part of the problem. We'll talk about that in, in terms of why we need to leave the WHO. But, you know, the best way to enforce good behavior with an organization like the WHO is massive public outrage and public outcry and public awareness. And so, if you were playing some kind of board game or something, And you were a little bit unclear about the rules, but the people you were playing with knew the rules very well and knew that they could break them if you weren't paying attention. That's a decent analogy to what we're dealing with. Given the opportunity, I have no doubt that the WHO will attempt to continue these negotiations. And hide whatever they've been negotiating as long as they can and try to drop it on the table at the last moment to be voted on without really having the proper time to consider it. Well, they might be able to get away with that in Congress. You know, Nancy Pelosi famously said about one piece of legislation oh, just vote for it. You can read it after we pass it. Well, there is not a rule in Congress preventing that. There should be. 
But there is a rule preventing that in the World Health Assembly and the international health regulations. And we, the people, have to be aware of the rules and just have public outcry shaming them for failing to follow their own rules. Now, specifically, how can my audience members do that? How can we contact the delegates or people at the World Health Organization to express our outcry? Um, they're almost impossible to get in touch with. You can certainly, you know, cry out to your members of Congress and Senate and so forth. But really, probably the best thing that you can do is any other alternative media platform that you may be, um, you know, getting your information from, reach out to them and ask them why they haven't been reporting on this. You know, thank you very much for you know giving me the opportunity to share this with your audience. But as a force multiplier, if, if someone has an audience, you know, they have 100 friends. Okay, great. You tell 100 friends, family members, whatever. You have a social media account. You put it on there so any of your followers, you know, know this information. But if you reach out to influencers, to people who have media channels, and ask them why they're not reporting on the importance of January 27th, you might send one email or one message to someone who has thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers, and suddenly the word spreads in a way that you know is almost unimaginable. Mm -hmm. Why this has been kept quiet for over three months is astonishing. Shame on everybody who's not talking about it. Start talking about it. Now, anybody can be the media. You can get out your camera, your you know phone, uh, your laptop or wherever you might have you know video capabilities and just say whatever it is you want to say about a very simple fact. Why are we not allowed to see these secret negotiations? What are the amendments that are being considered and proposed? And if we don't get to see them prior to January 27th, then they don't get to make any changes this year. I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm going to be hanging around next year. I'll be right there waiting for them if they come back next year. But they do not have the right legally to make any changes at their May meeting unless they present what those changes are proposed to be before January 27th. Okay. Now, I really appreciate that you have been almost a lone ranger covering this topic and that you say you will be there for ongoing. But you need help. You need backup. And I'm really encouraging my audience members to do what you can to, to take James up on what he's suggesting we all do so that we can change the court of public opinion. Because right now, as we've all experienced since 2020, there is a one world government effort seeking to control the masses. And the World Health Organization is in a unique position to be able to control us unless we, the people around the world, stand up against it. Now, James, in this last few minutes, what would you like to share with my audience to make sure we are properly informed and how we can get more information so that we can be even more informed? Well, you know, first off, um, this is good news. You know, if, if you oppose them taking over control of your life with things like a um, global digital health certification network to, you know, have a vaccine passport and a testing passport and all these things, if you oppose those things, then their difficulties in reaching agreement is a blessing. So spread the good news and realize that whatever they 
do or do not do. What you have to do is realize that putting forth what it is you want is, in my view, for what it's worth, is the proper way to pray. Just saying, oh, I don't want this and that's, I don't want that. You have to come from the heart with what it is you want. Now, what I have been doing for the last two years is I just want the truth to be more visible. I want to shine light on facts and truth and evidence. And they would much rather that all of this be done in darkness. And so when you see something like this, you know, it's been astonishing to me. I, I reported back in October on, you know, just the fact that they said they were failing and they were conspiring to break the rules. Shine light on what they have said, shine light on the rules and, you know, raise that awareness in other people who have lights that they can shine as well. There are many people out there who have audience that can spread the word. This actually isn't very difficult. This is just point to the truth. You know, uh, sometimes they feel like the little kid and the emperor has no clothes, right? Um, the WHO has no authority over you. They have no right to make changes in May if they don't meet their January deadline. And so there will still be plenty to do because we're not talking about the proposed treaty or agreement. That's a different document on a different schedule, different timeline, different rules. They don't have that four month advance notice thing for that. So, you know, after January 27th, we'll start talking about that. They're in the middle of rewriting it and they're going to propose that. Don't allow yourself to be confused they may very well come out with a new version of this new agreement or treaty. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about their attempted proposals to amend the existing international health regulations. And all I'm really asking people to do is spread the word. If you have any questions, all the information is on my Substack, jamesruguski.substack.com. But I encourage everybody to call me. My number is 310. 619-3055. And you know, I, I view questions as a contribution. If somebody has a question, it means they're still thinking. And you know, it'd be a blessing to talk to anybody who's still capable of thinking for themselves. And I'm sure your audience can do that. I really liked what you said, James, about the importance of our, our praying about this and getting the word out because we are trying to expose truth. And I always said that anytime anything is done in secret. It's because the people involved know that they are guilty. They're hiding something on purpose. And we've got to shine the light on this. We need to be praying and taking action, putting our feet to our prayers, so that anything that is done that's contrary to the will of God is exposed for what it is. And we're in a time, especially in 2024, where God has been preparing us for the past few years. And 2024 is going to be a very transitional year. We have the opportunity to reverse the wrongs now, but we've got to be engaged. What would you say in your closing remarks to my audience about being engaged and not being passive any longer? We've been passive for too long. They operate under the um, idea that they make a decision, they tell you what they've decided, and they then allow you to be silent or speak up. And your silence is seen as consent. So speak up. Speak up for what it is you want, 
make that very clear as loud as you possibly can to as large an audience as you possibly can and encourage everyone else to do the same. And I would also encourage my listeners to make sure whomever they contact to try to get the word out about truth, that they are aware that they can contact you, James, and they could also interview you just like I'm interviewing you. I'd be blessed and happy to um, help anybody sift through all of this confusing information. I've been down in the rabbit hole for two years. You know, I, I do have a command of the information and I'm, I'm here to serve. So if, if anybody needs help in any way, um, just give me a call and I'll do what I can. All right. Give out your contact information once again, please. Um, JamesRoguski.substack.com. And my phone number is 310-619-3055. Oh, James, thank you so much. After January 27th, when we know what's actually happened, I want to have you back to report again so that my audience can stay informed with the truth. Thank you very much. Look forward to it. So you heard James say that the World Health Organization operates under the premise that your silence is your consent. For us to remain silent in this situation is clearly wrong. All of us can pray, and all of us can take an additional action by 1. Contacting another podcast platform interested in getting the truth known and ask them to quickly have James on their program to alert people to this January 27th deadline. Number 2. Use our own social media to provide a brief mention of this podcast, my podcast, and attach the link from my show where they can hear what you just heard. Number three, use the link in the show notes to contact your United States elected official to make certain they will hold the World Health Organization accountable to their own procedures and not operate underhandedly and bulldoze global guidelines through without people having a chance to know the proposed amendments. For those of you outside the United States, learn more about the World Health Organization and the World Health Assembly and how you can contact them using the link I provide in the show notes. And one extra action item that is very important for us in the United States is to sign the petition to oppose Washington, D.C. from becoming a state. This effort has been intentionally going through without many people knowing about the progress being made, which, of course, is to skew the elections. Use the link in the show notes and get everyone you know to do the same. Sign the petition to oppose Washington, D.C. from becoming a state. Now, as promised, I want to close this podcast with the hope of the prophecy this time from Julie Green. On January 16th, 2024, the Lord spontaneously spoke through Julie, expressing, and I loosely quote some excerpts from this very long word. The Lord says, For I, the Lord, this day am telling you, children of Almighty God, hold on, because I am unleashing judgment upon the enemies of Almighty God. I am releasing judgment against globalists, the Washington, D.C. establishment, and all of the judges against justice who will not uphold the laws, not only in this nation, but nations around the world. I am unleashing judgment the world has never before seen. I am releasing judgment Because this is the day and the hour for my children to rise up and get up and take your places where I have always intended you to be. Because at these times when I am unleashing judgment against your enemies, I am also tearing down every corporation and I'm tearing down the corporation that has upheld this nation, that has been trying to destroy this nation. I am destroying it. I am bringing it down 
I'm bringing the foundation of that corporation down, and I'm making it as though it has never existed to begin with. My children, do you understand and know what I'm about to do? With this shaking and move of my spirit, with this power and glory and wind, I am pushing you forward to the victory in every area where you have been fighting against your enemies. Do you hear? My wind is pushing you into triumphant victories. The winds of change are here. The winds of my glory and power are here for you, my children. Massive evidence is moving forward and all will be exposed. You are now at a time when the war of disinformation is about to be brought down and destroyed. 2024 is the year of more. More information, more evidence, more explosions after explosions, destroying the powers that are against you, my children, against your freedoms, your health, your wealth, and nations, because I am tearing down the wicked and what they stand for, what they believe in. I tell you, last night, and here let me interject, he's referring to the Iowa caucus. God says, I tell you, last night is just the beginning of your winning, because they are petrified. They have released what they thought was to be the takedown of this nation, and it didn't work, because this nation is rising out of the ashes. The soul of this nation is coming alive, because my children are coming alive. They are coming alive in me and their freedoms and truth. Get used to unprecedented. Get used to hearing the words unprecedented and biblical and unconventional and unusual. Get used to hearing these words, my children, because I am moving. Do not be afraid. I say these words again. Do not be afraid. Yes, the enemy is about to unleash destruction and devastation the world has never seen. And as they unleash their plans, I will unleash my judgment, my vengeance against those terrorist blocks, those terrorist cells in my nation. Enemies of Almighty God, I see each and every one of you. I see each and every one of your camps, your plans, and what you are doing. At my border, in all the major cities, will I tell you, my hand is stopping you, and there will be nothing in your arsenal that can stop me and my power. So, in this hour of power is the beginning of your winning, children of Almighty God. This is the hour of restoration, the hour to trust in my power. Hear my word, because things are coming that will try to steer you away and lead you astray. So this day, hold on to my words, and you will see my glory, my love, and your deliverance, and victory after victory. And to this I say, Amen. The actual prophecy is much longer, so be sure to use the link in the show notes to watch the entire video. So that wraps up the focus for today's podcast. But before I close, I want to again announce that I'm trying to find out if there's enough interest to book a Christian travel tour to Greece. So I'm asking you to let me know if you'd be interested in being part of a Faith to Live by tour in Greece in 2025. I've been asking the subscribers to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter to let me know where they'd like to travel, and based on what I've learned so far and the tour guides I have access to, we could have Greece be our first destination in 2025. I need to use this time now to find out if there's enough interest to actually book the tour. So, if you think you'd like to be part of a Faith to Live by Christian tour with me in Greece in 2025, please send me an email to faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. Put the words Greece or Greece Tour in the subject line, and then let me know how many people would likely be in your party. 
Your email is not a commitment or obligation. It's just to let me know if there's interest enough to find out if planning the trip makes sense. Once we have enough people expressing interest in potentially being part of such a trip, then I'll get the details and I'll put it back out there for people to actually sign up. Again, if you want to let again, if you want me to put together a Christian tour for 2025, send me an email to faith to live by at pamelachristianministries.com with the words Greece tour in the subject line and the number of people that you would like to bring in the body of the email. That is, if the trip becomes a reality. I really do put my heart and soul into these podcasts, wanting very much for you to know the truth and to find the strength of faith you need in these very dark days. So I ask you, won't you please shoot me an email to let me know how this podcast impacts you? My email address again is faith to live by at pamelachristianministries.com. I genuinely welcome your communications. Next week, I hope to have a guest on who can help us better understand more about the world economic realities. There's BRICS, which I mentioned earlier, Jasara, the quantum financial system, the rumors about banks already being insolvent, the failure of the Federal Reserve, and so much more. So make a point of joining me next week to learn about the current events that mainstream media is not reporting, so you can be part of God's solution through prayer and any involvement the Lord guides you into. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, and connecting with me on social media, where I can cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast. And consider signing up for my online certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn not only how to use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so many more Christians are confident about their faith and better able to share it. Learn more using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, please simply let me know. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does, because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know that my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do, personally share your faith with others. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry along with prayer is the top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as word of mouth, endorsement, or personal referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in my Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. Visit my website and get any or all these books with a deep discount of 20% using the word TRUTH at checkout. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce to you. If you're like me, you're tired of paying high prices for cable television and you've been waiting for just the right company to come along who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. That's C-U-E Streaming. 
They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, United States networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all of that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Visit faithtolivebuy.myqstreaming.com to look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now, all while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I have two different affiliate partners, Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack Supplements and Kappa Health, formerly Infinity. Kappa Health is dedicated to helping us detoxify our bodies and get to an optimum and healthy weight. I personally love the Java Boost drink, and I think you will too. Check out all the products they have, and be sure to use my promo code at checkout, FTLB, that's for Faith to Live By, to get 20% discount on all of their products. Visit kappahealth.com. Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack supplements contain zinc, quercetin, and vitamin C and D, which are formulated in just the right amount to help you boost your immune system. Your immune system can be weakened by over 300 different primary immunodeficiency disorders. Poor diet, lack of sleep, and adverse reactions to vaccines. I'm personally taking the supplement, and I can tell you I've been around many people who have had COVID, and I have not been sick. Use my custom link from the show notes, or go to his website and use the promo code FTLB and receive a 5% coupon discount. If you choose to subscribe, you can receive 10% off of each and every month. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription-based program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated because we don't want to support the deep state. Purchase goods that are not made with toxins or genetically modified ingredients. Join me in supporting America First by refusing to buy national brands from corporations that are all part of the woke cabal. Use the link in the show notes and then follow to the drop-down menu where you'll see Faith to Live By and Pamela Christian. Click on that and then look around to learn more. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your personal financial goals and to help you reach them. We are living in unprecedented times and the economy is one area the Lord has promised to overhaul. Call Kirk at 1-720-605-3900 or contact him and his team using the link in my show notes. I also have a dedicated webpage where you can learn more and hear the interviews I've had with the several different affiliate partners in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies, interviewing their representatives, and using their products or services to provide you with my personal recommendation. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. Shop for yourself or shop to get gifts for friends and family. Your support is greatly appreciated. If this ministry has blessed you in any way, why not consider partnering with me in my vision to bring truth to as many people as possible? I welcome direct contributions, but they are not tax deductible at this time. So anyone who sends a donation of $25 or more 
will receive your choice of one of my books personalized and autographed for you, or receive five of the Make America Godly Again bumper stickers. Please visit my web store to learn all about the products and services available through my ministry work. The website is PamelaChristianMinistries.com. On the checkout page, you'll find a button to make a donation. And don't forget about my own award-winning books available from my website. The series is also called Faith to Live By, and when you purchase through my web store, be sure to use the promo code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, use it at checkout, and get a 20% discount on your entire order. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content, and I'm also very active on social media. I can cover much more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. To receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. On that page, I also ask that you help me know more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. You can also subscribe to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose from one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred customer, where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. And by subscribing, should anything happen to my podcast, I'll have a way to contact you to make sure you know where to find me. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. Your review helps the show reach more people and spreads the gospel and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember, Christ died for us. The least we can do is live for Him.